We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, let's talk to A-Rod as he joins us now. We're six days away from uh, opening day, although we had baseball opening day already in Japan so uh, a couple days ago. But we will have it for everybody else on Thursday, and A-Rod joins us now. A-Rod, welcome. How are you? Mike, what's happening? What's going on with you? Yeah, nothing new, huh? You haven't been in the news or anything? Nothing going on? <laughs> no, I mean, man. that's it. I mean, every time I turn on the TV, there you are. There you are at the Academy Awards. There you are at this show. You're at that show. I saw you wearing a tuxedo at the Academy Awards. I mean, you're everywhere. Well, let me tell you something, Mike. That, that white tuxedo war is very popular because Bradley Cooper kept asking me for vodka sodas. Is that he true? Said I was a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> Is he? Did he know? They all. There's not one of them that didn't know who you were. Every one of them watches baseball. I bet you they can't be that far removed. Do they watch baseball? Well, I don't know if they know me from baseball. They probably think I'm like Jennifer's Uber driver. Oh uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> That's it. No, it, it was a great time. And then I see I'm this like, thing where I saw that I, I saw that they got a welcome, you know, a congratulations card from uh, President Obama, where he's uh, saying congratulations on your upcoming nuptials and blah blah blah. I mean, how, how think about that? Huh? The president sending it to you. Mike, I hope you have a date open because I'm going to send you something. Oh, <laughs> where, um, did you t- where is this thing? Um, we got it in our home here in New York. And I got to tell you, I mean, it's one of those things that. Is it going to be in New York, the wedding? Uh, <laughs> I'm not breaking any news oh, here. Oh, <laughs> have you said where the wedding is yet? No, we have not said that. We haven't said date or location. Oh, no or date or location yet. When is that oh. coming? Mike, I, you gave me enough shows talking about sports. Now you want to talk about a wedding? I love it. That's why you're the best. Hey, I no, want to know. Is. Wait, have you decided when it is yet? Are we, do we know when it is or no? I'm still trying to answer the Barack Obama one. I'm so pumped about that. How about no, that? No, wait. Did that come out of the blue, or did you invite him to the wedding or something? No, you know, we 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 have a lot of respect for him, obviously, and, and, and Michelle. But I got to tell you, you know, growing up in Miami as a single poor kid with a mother – single mother with two jobs you never imagine that you know a president you know 44 would would, would have you had you met him before oh yes of course oh you have okay okay i spent quite a bit of time and and he's just a a very very smart and a nice gentleman okay so you knew him already yeah okay okay but uh so no no word yet on on the nuptials though so we don't have that that that's that's i'm not trying to be people magazine here but uh you know like uh you know we don't know what month or where it's going to be like we don't have to like travel to you we don't have to go far to do we Uh, listen if you, you should get Jennifer on the show. You should be asking her these questions. Oh, okay. Well, listen, you know, if she wants to come on, I'll, I, I would talk to her. Absolutely. So de- anytime, let me know. She's um, a huge sports fan. Is she, she really? Sports, and she's a big fan of yours. Oh, well, I appreciate that. I'm sure that's not true, but that's okay. That's nice here to say anyway. All right, let's talk some baseball. Here we go. Um, are you doing the games again this year? I am, and, and we start next week, Sunday Night Baseball, but 
We're actually starting the season this year on Thursday with right. the Mariners against the Red Sox Thursday night. All right, so this Thursday night you can watch a uh, – is the same team back? I know that uh, that she's work- that you're, uh, uh, one of your partners is working for the Mets now, but, I, I mean, are they all working all the time now? Is they, are they all – is your group back as, uh, as, a, as a whole? You got some changes this year. We have the same crew coming back okay. with Jessica and Matt Vesgersian, okay. and we also have Buster – uh, doing the dugout, the sideline. So we have a good team. We're excited. Baseball is on fire. We need more uh, popularity, and, and we're giving people something to talk about because there's so much noise out there with every other sport that it's good to see baseball back in the front pages. Well, if you got the guy who made more money than anyone in the history of baseball, uh, contract-wise, by a, by almost a wide margin, Trout almost caught you. I looked it up. That's how I know this. I looked it up. Trout almost caught you with this deal. Now, what 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 did you think when you heard four hundred and thirty million bucks? Uh, honestly, what took so long? <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? I mean, here's the thing, uh, Mike. Is people have to understand the Angels were getting paid fifty million dollars a year by Fox. Their new deal is three billion over twenty years, which means they're getting two hundred three sorry, they're billion they're over twenty. Yeah, three, three billion, billion over twenty years. Over twenty years, oh, which man. means is a hundred and fifty million dollars a year. Well, if you put a ten-time multiple on that, oh that's man, one point five billion dollar enterprise value. The game is super healthy. So when it comes to it, Mike Trout is a great, great deal long term. The matter is, you got to get the other twenty-four guys to play at his level. That's unbelievable. When you, th- I mean, that the Dodger money and the Angel money from that Fox West is unbelievable. I mean, it's 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 remarkable. Uh, I mean, that's that's an insane amount of money. I mean, that could make you actually go out and buy a team. I mean, it really could. You know that with that kind of when getting that kind of revenue. I mean, geez, you know. I mean, that is that's scary revenue. It really is. All right, who do you like this year? First of all, let's talk about the Yankees for a second. Now we know the Yankees are good. I just had Judge on. Uh, Judge said they're going to break the home run record. And when you realize that last year, Stanton, Sanchez, and Judge were down 61 homers from the year before. If they go back to 2010 numbers, they're going to break the home run record by about 50 home runs. I mean, it's very possible, Mike, and, and they have a great lineup. But, you know, it comes down to pitching and defense and making solid contact in October. And yep. Again, it's a lot like golf, right? You you drive for show, you putt for dough. Absolutely. And, and, and that's what happens in October. And that is still concerning to me when it comes to finishing those 11 wins in October. Hey, that's you know that it's a whole different thing then. And we know they're going to win a lot of games and they're going to beat up the bad teams. I mean, think about it. Their games against the Orioles where they don't have any pitching, when they get in and the Orioles have got to get 20 outs when it's 10 nothing. that game could be 25 nothing this year. I mean, they have no pitching in the back of those pens. They are going to go crazy in those games. Yeah, and, and again, I, I think the, the difference between uh, the Orioles and the Red Sox or the Orioles and the Astros, you have to be able to have a team that's equipped to beat the very best. And that's what Boston's done. And Dave Dombrowski has done a phenomenal job getting that team to be good now and for the future. Um, Judge, really, last year you could tell he kind of, when he came back, it was kind of like his team. What do you see in Judge right now, like for this year? I mean, you, you see, a, uh, does Judge, 
you look at him as the guy, or do you look at somebody else that you would like more as far as putting up big? Are you like bets better? You like judge better? What guy, you know, uh, obviously this Trout, we know, and we can name a couple other guys, but how about judging and bets and those guys right now? So for me, Aaron Judge is the biggest superstar in our game. You know, if you're Manfred and you're Tony Clark, you have to put tens of millions of dollars to work to promote someone like Aaron Judge because he's a transcending athlete. Uh, he would be a superstar in the NBA. He would be a superstar in the NFL. He's a great-looking guy, great parents, and he's a guy you just want to build your brand around. Uh, I, I, I'm a huge Aaron Judge fan. All right, a couple of things. What kind of year will Torres have this year? Say that part again, Mike. Uh, Glaber Torres, what kind of year will he have? Well, I think he has to stay healthy. I think um, he's a guy that can hit 25 home runs. Uh, he can play solid defense. How do you I feel about him going back and forth, A-Rod? Will that affect him at all, that he's going to be guy who's going to play a lot of short because he's going to fill in for Tulewitzki and a lot of second? Will that be an adjustment? Could you have done that on a daily basis in your prime, play two positions and rotate every day? I'm not a fan of it, Mike, and, and the reason why is I want consistency for young players. I mean, a kid comes from Venezuela, he comes to Tampa, he goes to New York, he's in his second year. What you want to do as a leadership is you want to create a very consistent, uh, where you're, is a very predictable environment. It's hard enough to play in New York. When you're moving around second or short, you imagine – Jeter playing second one day short. No, I really can't. I really can't. I'm surprised they're doing this. I'm really surprised they're doing this, to be honest with you. Yeah, I like consistency for young players. And don't forget, he he has the potential to be a great defender, but there was a lot of mistakes made last year. And what you're looking for is more consistency from him and certainly from Torres at third base. What would be the the thing that would – you being a a great shortstop, which you were, and we're talking about A-Rod, you were a great fielder. If you had – if he has to make that adjustment, what what do you worry about defensively? Do you worry about playing the hitters? Do you worry about the arm control on the throws? What do you worry about when you're going to play second one day, then short the next, then second the next day, then short the next? What do you worry about getting hurt there? Well, I, it's two different positions. Mike, Mike is like saying, I'm going to play quarterback and then I'm going to go play linebacker. It's two different things because as a shortstop, the footwork is different. The arm angle is different. It is so different. You saw Knobloch. It is so easy to fall into uh, bad habits. And playing second base is, is three quarters. Playing from shortstop, you're coming over the top. And it's wholly different. And it's all about feel and predictability. And you're working two different sides of the muscle, two different sides of the brain. So as a young shortstop, for me, that's just a mistake. All right. I agree with you on that one. All right. How about Andujar's defense? Uh, Everyone says, oh, it's going to be better. I'm not so sure. Tell me why you think, if you do think it's going to be better, why do you think it'll be better? Uh, I think Torres has an opportunity to go from good to great. And um uh, our third baseman has an opportunity to go from average to good. And he has the potential to be good. He has, you know, he, he's got good footwork. They get a little lazy at times. And, you know, the problem with him is also throwing. But, again, is a lot of repetition. The more reps, the better. If the Yankees can get him to be 
an average major league defender, that's a huge, huge win for the Yankees. I went down. We're talking with A Rod. I went down and saw the Mets in in and in spring training. I saw Robbie. Uh, he looked really good. He told me every time they shift, they're gonna he's gonna hit the ball through the left side. I saw him play two games, and in both games when they shifted, he hit the ball through the left side in both games for base hits. He's done it a lot this spring. He's hitting like 420. He told me he's going to have a big year. Uh, you were his mentor. He and I talked about that when we were chatting one more, one day at, at spring training uh, and laughing about those early days. You know him better than anybody. Do you think he will have a big year this year with the Mets? I, I do, Mike. I think he's going to have a big year for several reasons. Number one, He's never been happier to be out of the Pacific Northwest. Um, I don't think that environment was conducive for him. It was very far from Dominican Republic. A lot of people don't know Robbie went to high school in New Jersey. He's back home. His mother comes here. His father comes here. He's very close to his parents. The other thing is he is, uh, you know, he's Rod Carew with power. And I haven't seen him in such a great frame of mind since 2009, the year he was our second baseman when we won the world championship. It was a terrific pick up for the New York Mets. I agree with you. I think he's going to have a big year. I don't know how many years that he'll be good there at this age, but I think I agree with you. I think he's going to have a really big year. He's hit the ball great in spring training, and I think he's I think he's going to hit well over 300. I think he's going to hit some home runs. I think he's going to have a very, very big year. All right. Um, National League, what if, American League are going to give me, I know what teams you're going to give me. National League, what team are you going to give me? Well, I tell you, the, the 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 National League East is getting really interesting. You know, with the Mets and the Phillies and the Braves. Um, you know, you got to look at the Padres early. Um, you think the Padres are improved? I think the the Padres. They had a good spring training. Weeks. You know, they had a good spring training. They obviously got a, a new player we know about, but I mean, that's only one player. You think they have enough talent? Well, they have two players, right? So they got Hosmer last yep. year, and, yep. and they doubled, doubled down this year with Machado. And they have the number one farm system. They have brilliant pitching. Uh, I still think it's a Dodgers division, but the Padres have had three offseason that have been very positive. And I think the move uh, that I think, you know, Brody uh, w- with the Mets has to be careful is you want to come back in two- to three-year bites. You don't want to take your biggest bite in one year. You know, the Padres have chipped away here the last three off seasons, and now they have a great class of young players. You got to watch them. Maybe next year's their year, but, but they're making good moves. What team you think is the best? You think it's the you know? It's pretty close between the Phillies, the Braves, the Mets, the Nationals. All pretty pretty close. I would think of those four. I still think Atlanta might have the best all around team. I know I worry about their pitching a little bit. I love their lineup. How, which team do you like the best out of, out, of the, out of the East? You know, it's funny. I think the Braves bringing Josh Donaldson is a little bit of what the Mets try to do when they brought in Keith Hernandez uh, for that young Mets team, of course, capitalized in 86. And also what the Dodgers did with Kirk Gibson, bringing him to do what they, he did in 88. Um, so they're hoping to uh, catch line in a bottle. For me, the team that's going to surprise everyone in the National League and I think they're going to be better this year is the, Washington, the Nationals. I think they have less pressure uh, without Bryce. I think he, you know, he's going to help out the Phillies. But I think they have now an identity that they're a pitching and de- defensive team. The Nationals, watch out for them. 
All right. So Nationals and obviously Yankees, Red Sox, we know that. We'll meet them in the playoffs and see what happens. Obviously, Astros are good. And so you think, do you think that it's still a Dodgers in the National League or you like somebody else at the top? I, I still think the Dodgers, but I, I do not think the Dodgers um, can get 11 wins in October the way they're built today. And, you know, a lot of it depends on Clayton Kershaw's health. Um, yeah, he's not ready struggle. to start the season. He's not ready to start the season. Yeah, that's right. So for me, it's still American League diversity. Uh, National League is the JV, and you you have to like Houston, you like the Red Sox, and obviously you like the Yankees. Let me ask you, Mike. You think the Yankees have enough to uh, to overtake the Red Sox and the Astros? Um, I think it's going to be close. I think they might have to go out and get a pitcher. Uh, uh, somewhere there in the season, but I think their bullpen, until the Red Sox identify their bullpen completely, I, I like the Yankee bullpen a lot better, so I would say the uh, yes to the Yankees this year. I also think everything fell into place for the Red Sox last year. They didn't have a lot of surgical injuries, they didn't miss a lot of guys a lot of times, so I think everything fell into place for them all year. It was like one of those magical seasons, you know? Yeah, yeah. And tell me a couple things before you go. We're talking with A-Rod. Number one, Shark Tank. Did you ever buy anything on Shark Tank? Did you ever buy a business? <laughs> you love that show. I yeah, love I that. I saw five. you on there one night, but you didn't buy anything. I mean, have you bought anything on that show? Yeah, they had me on a budget at home. No, but um, the, <laughs> the, I bought about five companies. You did? Uh, Are any of them any good? Yeah, yeah. One we bought um, was an ice shaker. I bought that with Mark Cuban. When we bought it, Mike, it was doing $80,000 trailing 12. Right. And this is going to make about $6.5 Get out of here. Cuban knows what he's doing. He's no dummy. You know that? I didn't like Cuban. I never liked Cuban when I saw him until, and I don't know him, until I watched that show. And after watching that show, because my kids love it, Shark Tank, I like Cuban after that. He's a smart guy on that show, and he knows what he's talking about. Not only is he a smart guy, Mike, but he'll deal with these companies that are worth several million dollars like he deals with his nba team that's worth several billion he is connected he's detailed oriented and he's a fantastic guy i like him on that show and, th- and how about your own show aren't you d- didn't you start a show don't you have you a know, show I'm, in production that uh, that you're that you're doing that your own show you know i'm in the city right now with evander holyfield for my show back in the game yeah what, and now, tell me, that- what's that about so it, it's a show a little bit like you know uh shark tank meets uh profit on CNBC where you take players that have gone from rags to riches to rags. And then I come in and I try to help them and mentor them and put a team around them to help them. Really, and you're doing, you know, one, with, on and you're doing one with Holyfield. Yeah. We're here in the city. It's, it's been great. He's such a great guy and we're working hard. To put so a has, team he around hit, has he hit hard times? Holyfield. I didn't realize that. Has he hit hard times financially? Yeah. So Mike, you're not going to believe it. He's such a great guy. He made two, over 200, and fifty million dollars. Two hundred and fifty million dollars. And has lost, uh, you know, most of it. Unbelievable. He trusted the wrong people. He trusted the wrong people. He invested in networks and restaurants and gyms and music and anything you can think about. And he lost money pretty much in everything he did. Uh, now, listen. Let me ask you. I'm serious about this, and I'm not. I'm not asking you to brag or anything. But I want to answer this question. You made a lot of money as a player. I got $450 million in contracts, which is a lot of money, more than Holyfield made. But what was the smartest thing you did as to why you've been successful? What was the smartest move you made when you started making money? 
Well, I think two things, Mike. If you're an average of the five people you surround yourself with the most, you always want to be the dumbest person in the room and ask a lot of questions and connect with people that have a moral compass, that have an alignment to you. For me, the best thing that I ever did is I started investing into apartments when I was 21 years old. I bought a Small. duplex. Small. I put down a $48,000 down payment, sold it for double, and kept growing my portfolio. That portfolio grew to about 14,000 apartment units in 15 states all over the southeast. Average rent is $1,000, and Amazing. it's just been an incredible business. Small. And I try to do that with other athletes and entertainers to really invest into assets and not liabilities and buy things that generate cash flow. Because when you're done playing, you don't want to go from making $10 million to zero because then the problem is what happens from 31 to 80. Especially when you're still flying private jets. It's a little expensive. <laughs> Mike, you're the best. <laughs> and, and you know it. And you're still letting your family fly private jets. It's a little, it's a little expensive real quick. I mean, you know, you got to take the, you got to take the net jet uh, away from them. I mean, otherwise it doesn't work very well. Hey, one last thing, A-Rod, before you go. And A-Rod, you can watch him on TV this week. It's the season. Baseball season is upon us, although the weather's going to be terrible probably in the first week. It's cold. Uh, we're still in March. Um, tell me this. We got a, it's a Friday NCAA tournament. They just released the Mueller report to the Justice Department, but we can top all of that if you just tell me when and where the wedding is right now. We can top all that on the show, and we can hit, we can we can trend even higher on Twitter than than the Mueller report. Where's the wedding? What date? And and where is it? Mike, you've been number one for thirty years. If you want to go out of business, you just keep inviding me back. No, I'm telling you, you could put me over the top right now. I'm telling you. You could put me over the top uh, right now. You know that? I mean, right, uh, by, by just giving me the date. I mean, it's unbelievable. If you give me the date and the state, we'll be all, we'll be we'll be in, in it. We'll be on our way. Hey, Mike, if your fans would allow me, all I want to do is I want to come in and co-host with you one day. Just give me hey, an hour with you. Hey, you can come in. Listen to this. You come in. You can do the whole show with me, three to six thirty. You pick the day, any day you want. You're in the studio with me, three to six thirty. Just pick the date. All right, we'll do that. We'll okay. do that. Thanks, Mike. Thanks. Have a great weekend. See you, Rod. Thank you. And you got out of not mentioning where the wedding is, too, which uh, and when it is, which obviously, you know, who knows? Uh, 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 obviously, people Sounds care. Sounds like you're going, though. I'm not going. Listen, I don't expect to be invited to his to his wedding. He's got a lot of people to invite. Via plus four, we'll consider it. No, I'm not taking you guys. First of all, I'm not taking you guys. That's for sure. Because you know what? No way. I'm afraid of how you guys would dress. That'd be the thing that would scam you the most. You know, that, that would be it. I mean, uh, but I, I don't expect to be going to that. Uh, no. Um, but uh, A-Rod uh, this week, and uh, that's the thing. I'm serious. I didn't know if he'd say that. He he was smart enough. He Think about that. 14,000 rental units. 14,000. Do the math. <laughs> that is scary. But how about Holyfield? $250 million doesn't have any money. The guy from the uh, Celtics. They do, used him one week, too. Antoine Work, Walker, $90 million contract. Broke. Broke. Ugh. It just makes you want to scream. Because two things they forget, number one. Number one, they let other people sign their checks. And number two, they forget that they got another partner. And that other partner stays silent for a while. His name is Uncle Sam. But when he comes calling, he comes calling with interest and penalties. And then you've had it back after this.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.